0: hey folks welcome to episode 10 of radio bros uh we're into double digits now and lucky enough for today we have a special guest with us a project manager name of aftab uh welcome to the podcast guys and Shahid, i believe you're here as well
1: hey dan hey aftab
0: how's it going
2: yeah. thank you for having me on the show
0: Well, you're very welcome. Um, I hope you enjoy yourself and um, don't get too sort of perturbed by the craziness and utter madness that goes on, really.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like another project,
0: yeah? (laughs) Well, quite, yeah. (laughs) Management project? (laughs) we don't do that sort of thing here. So I I guess we're we're the techie guys. You're the the project manager guy. Um, Do you want to kick things off, Shahid? I think you have a preset set of questions here and I'm just going to go with the flow.
1: All right, yeah, we could go with the flow. But of course, um, this is an unusual one because we are developers, as Afdarb kindly pointed out earlier on, and Aftab is a project manager. Do they get along? Well, we shall find out how things go today, right? So um, I guess one of the typical questions that we have in our mind as programmers or developers is, when people think project management is not needed, how would you respond to those kind of folk?
2: okay i guess i guess the first thing to to probably understand for some of the viewers or some of the listeners that may not know is is what is a project manager and uh -hmm. what what's the what's the role of a project manager um and it's basically it's basically to to oversee and and handle the end end to end delivery of of a piece of of work or a project or a or any sort of kind of task that needs to be done Mm. Right from looking at the resources, looking at the costs, looking at the actual plan, the tasks, what needs to be done. Um, So you're pretty much it's the overall person responsible to make sure that everything fits together and everything works at the right time, and you have a start, a middle, and an end, Mm. and you kind of hit your targets. Um, And and that's in a bit of a nutshell what a project manager, uh, what a role of a project manager is. So your question is. Um, is project management even needed at all? And I guess the question come back, comes back to, can you be successful without a plan? If you're trying to achieve something and you go head first into it without a plan, then how likely are you going to be to be successful in that task?
0: Um, yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think, you know, project management, I mean, when we, when we were taught project management back in sort of university days, I mean, it, it was a factor, is that sort of, what well, they call it—not the least line of resistance, but the, the uh, there's there's some other technicality where they where you put numbers in little bubbles and all that. We learned it all, but it's gone out the window. I mean, <laughs> we, we're talking, Queen, you know. 90s so this is a sort of still very decades ago yeah exactly it was the waterfall <laughs> thanks mate i mean you know just just rub it in a bit why don't you jeez louise <laughs> <laughs> sorry buddy. Whoa. yeah he's the old guy yeah he's done Yeah. <laughs> but i think i think you know a project is defined as of something you want to achieve right as, as you say right and i think i think what project managers do and what i've never been able to sort of grasp is is putting measurable quantifiers to that to that success right whether as you say whether it's costs it's resources or or a goal at at the end of the project now you know when when we were going through this waterfall as i said was quite prevalent the sort of prince to you know i see he i I even know the terminology you know but but obviously things have evolved in it projects for for certain reasons, you know, it's it's quite fluid. And I think, you know, whereas Waterfall would would be sort of really scoped out, they'd spend almost pretty much best part of a year sort of planning the sucker before they actually got to the work. And then even then it kind of fell by the wayside because there's these unknowns and stuff. So as I think as I say, I think the the project manager gives measurable goals back to the client. People, you know, do the work and and they achieve something and whatever that something is, right?
2: And it's, and it's just, not even just the planning, but it's the actual coordination. Yeah, sure. So, so you'll have different elements. So, for example, so you guys working as the developers, you're more kind of on the ground, hands-on mm-hmm. work. But then you'll have your management, you'll have finance, you'll have your suppliers. It's that whole coordination between all of those different groups to make sure everything lines up. So when, for example, when you want to come in to do your work, you've got access to your tools, you've got access to your systems, You know, you've got all the information that you need to get on with your job. And it might not be me, me actual producing that, but it's my job to make sure you have what you need to do your job.
0: And and I think I think things have become as, as, as agile, you know, the sort of agile scrum sort of, you know, dare I say, developer developed by developers and then bastardized by project managers. Um sort of sort of scrums. <laughs> it's true. I, I, I can experience. see where Dad's
1: going with this. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> just,
2: just coming back to the question about whether what is the point of yeah. project management and is there really a need for Otherwise, it?
0: Otherwise I think things would go wayward, right? I think, I think, you know, things could
2: Yeah, I think yeah. I think I think the misconception is that there like you said, there is all these methodologies mm. out there, waterfall and this and that, mm. and agile but those are those, like you said, they're just methodologies. They're not it's not prescriptive. It's not a, a written guide to say you must do it this way. It's just more of a framework to say, how can you plan things a bit better? And how can you structure things in a way that makes a little bit of sense?
0: It's and interesting job... you say that. I think a lot of you know experience with with project manager, especially in the current scenario. I think, you know, you, you get to a point where a methodology like Waterfall or, or a methodology like Agile and all those you know, good things. They they become a kind of, I don't know, they, they come to merge a little bit.
1: They're more bit. like a vehicle yeah, to not yeah, I,
0: I what you want. I don't like. think, you know, I don't sort of want to be rude here, but certainly what I feel is that adoption of certain things at certain times can, can kind of work as well. So you can use different techniques in different scenarios. Is that, is that a fair comment or? Yeah, a
2: hundred percent. I mean, I think you I think this is this is precisely it that you have to take project management with a pinch of salt and say where does it best fit and mm. how does it best fit so if you come in there for example if you've got a one week mm. task to deliver for example and it's very straightforward there's two or three people involved they re- generally know what they need to do but there's just a little bit of coordination mm. required you don't then need to start doing a whole resourcing no. plan and detailed project plan in Microsoft <laughs> project and Microsoft project, and Venn diagrams
1: and this yeah. and that, you
2: know, like it's overkill. So you just, you need to understand the task at hand and you need to do what is required to get the job done.
1: So to, to add to this though, um, I do have, I do want to tack onto this. So essentially, it, it, it's something that people tend to overlook and just take for granted mm. then. It's, pe- it's things that we're not trying to formulate that things should be done in a certain way. You're trying to achieve a task and there's things that are happening in the background that us developers mm. are not fully aware of and we're just thinking, oh, things should happen automatically. But no, someone has to be involved or people have to be involved in those different steps. From yeah,
2: I you, there has to be someone kind yes. of churning that that dial you know to, to ah, keep so it's things your moving headache sometimes. <laughs> and, and unfortunately some someone has to be there to pick up the pick up the the crap basically you know to pick up all the all the headache and the politics and so and, so
0: how, how how do you think that that role has changed though i mean you, you you give yourself the title of project manager but then potentially you're also as one would put you in a position in today's world as as a scrum master correct now, a scrum master is exactly what you've just yeah. described. That's my definition of a scrum master is someone that takes the oh yeah, we're getting serious now it, it is someone that reports back to the to to the business and you know has that sort of level i mean am I wrong or correct me if I'm wrong?
3: yeah,
2: that's precisely it i mean you you have to manage all all the the issues the risks, everything that comes up and and make sure there's that everything's been taken account is, of. is there a
0: blurred line between project management and scrum master or, or or do do they adopt different things at different times
2: so i i haven't i haven't worked specifically as a scrum okay. master but i think it comes more from it comes more from the agile yeah, sure. world so yes uh, so within agile development and agile uh, project management you would have a scrum master who is effectively is is the is the lead basically um and their role is it's to...
0: interesting. So, what's your what's your primary primary? Sorry, what's your primary sort of methodology then? So,
2: I, I've worked uh, predominantly across kind of prints to waterfall project management, and also and also agile project management, and also with organisations that are trying to transition to an agile mm. way of working, but are still stuck in their kind of uh, sure. legacy. Um,
1: this is quite uh, interesting a
2: waterfall waterfall methods, and they're trying to do this kind mm. of hybrid method that kind of tries to use bits of agile but actually i can imagine really- your
1: challenges there right because i do come across quite a few different you know companies who try to adopt agile i'm doing air quotes here now because a lot of times we're leaving right. to people leaving things with people who have an opinion of what agile mm. is without learning about it and then we come across other things you hear, terminology. Yeah, exactly. Kind of it's a sort of bastardization of the a lot scrum. of things, and it just becomes a, a yeah. kind of hybrid monster, doesn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the scrum, I've seen scrum come a weird long way now. Um, with, when you hear scrum master, there's a favorite phrase that they tend to have in their training, which is they are the slave manager which is kind of a little bit different well, here. So building pyramids. interesting again, that we... you've got experience with Agile.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> building pyramids.
1: It's kind of going on to the next question now, because this is a nice little segue, because I was going to talk about like preferred project uh, management or development models. So yeah, so, so, you said you've worked on PRINCE2 and uh, Agile methodologies, and you've done the waterfall as well. So in your experience, have you found something that works well for you and for the different types of teams or really does differ based on your projects how does it work out
2: i mean i think ideally i prefer to work in a very collaborative but flexible fashion and and Mm. a lot of organizations what you find is that they have typical corporate organizations work um uh in in this kind of waterfall method because they want a lot of governance a lot of sign off get this document produced get it signed off by these 15 people it has to go through the whole governance process and 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 all of that stuff and all of that stuff just slows down work but Mm -hmm. what they do is what they'll try to do is they'll say okay we need to do all the governance because there's because they are under some kind of audit uh, ISO regulation, uh, they have to make sure and that they're all compliant. That
0: good stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah,
2: so nine thousand and one, they have to make sure that they're registered and and they're they've proven to their customers that they're mm. nine thousand and one compliant. So they have to have their audit trail in place, but they want to show the flexibility because mm. they don't want projects to slow down. But the problem is that someone still has to pick up all of that, sure, all that admin side of work at some point. And and it's and the butt stop the buck stops with the project manager. The project manager is accountable <laughs> up to the board, up to the the directors, up to the whole program board, and the project manager is the one accountable for making sure everybody knows what the hell they're doing. You know, so it's it it, it becomes a very stressful, very kind of Because because things
0: things in life don't operate the way you expect them to. I mean there's always unforeseen circumstances yeah, yeah. exactly Pro- projects never no projects exactly never I, and people right don't and want that's why to. projects don't right i think that's the human fallibility of it all really is that, yeah. you know people are going to get ill people are going to have wig outs people are going to you know what i mean and i think oh, that's 100%. just natural evolution yeah. you know that's that's where we are in the world and i think i think trying to control that too much and i think you've kind of touched on this is is that you want to be sort of collaborative but you've also got to maintain a certain decorum and control over the situation. So you can't get it too rambunctious. So I think, I think as devs, we kind of, we kind of appreciate what you do and we offset. Well, I, I certainly do offset the fact that, you know, you have to sit in these godforsaken, bloody meetings with CEOs, CTOs and other (laughs) big wigs that talk a, completely different language the way i do and then kind of translate that into a into a fashion where everyone understands what you've just been asked to do and, and you know <laughs> you've given me a new perspective yeah <laughs> that's it yeah and it, and
2: it's also and it's also trying to address some of their un uh kind of their their over expectations of things as well so they might be trying to they might be like well okay so if if it takes normally it takes 15 hours to deliver this we'll give you an extra person and we want it done in five hours, you know? Yeah. That's, <laughs> so not, that's not,
0: like, not, that's not how it works. Right. It's just <laughs> just throw bodies and money at things and things happen. No, 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 no. no. And, and
2: it's, and you have to, you have to manage that. You have to manage the whole relationship with people. It's, it's very much about relationship management. It's very much about kind of being at the core of, of what's happening and making sure that I, I'm, for example, I'm, I'm, I'm very empathetic towards some of the, developers and engineers and mm. people like that who actually have to go and do the work i have I have most empathy for them because they're going to be working through the problems they're going to be spending those extra long mm. hours trying to sort out why things are not working when there's going to be this sudden pressure from above to say well we said it was going to be delivered by tonight sure. and we still haven't got through half of it you know so so it's about trying to just manage that whole process
1: so I, I do have something interesting to to ask you on this then because you've hit a few points that kind of relating to some recent experience that Dan and I have had and some projects. Oh, so, dear. <laughs> yes, it, it sounds very it, eerily for you me. You shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> you shall not pass. And it kind of ties into other kind of questions I had in mind about common pitfalls. So one part was the governance. You said that sometimes the governance can potentially slow things down. Potentially, I'm not saying it can. And then you also mentioned about how people got, you, you feel empathy for developers and even others in a project who's working and toiling away at doing projects. And so one particular experience we have, because we work in a scrum fashion, so time box and uh, yeah. four weeks, that you know sometimes developers can go so far down on a particular story or epic, and let's say they spend two weeks on something, and then close to the end, the governing decide to kill it yeah yeah (laughs) let's scrap it all or 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 basically wipe off at least two-thirds of um that project plan now is this something that you see potentially on a regular basis not necessarily the two-thirds part is this something you actually see and is there learning
2: it it, it most i mean i've definitely seen it and and it's extremely frustrating for me as a project manager when i've had a core team of people hammering away at something. You know, we've already pulled resources off other stuff to focus on this, prioritize this because it. We've been told it's the most important thing. It needs to be delivered.
0: Ta da! Um, <laughs> Seriously I, and I, though, and isn't I, I, it? Oh, by the <laughs> way, <laughs> ta da! You know Sorry, done <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, FW, please continue. Honestly, Sorry, just I mean, the,
2: honestly, the amount of times this has happened, and, and this only grows, you only understand these things when you've been in project management like me for 15 plus years and mm. you've seen it happen over and over again. So, so
0: just... are you kind of desensitized by it now? You just kind of accept that that's what happens or not? Are you still getting shocked sometimes? I think I've come to
2: uh, to manage those situations. And understand the situations a little bit better so rather than early days i got chuck, chucked in at the deep end and and i was trying to and typically i've somehow mm-hmm. always been landed with these high profile projects that is in front of the eyes of the directors somehow the marketing director and this director want to get regular updates on it and it seems to be number one or number two on the priority list you know for for the for the company's projects going on at the time and it's great well it's your, your 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 testament learning is you.
0: that you've had these challenges and you've passed them all and you're still doing it so you know fair play
2: stupidly rightly i'm still doing it but
0: <laughs> i think i think i've had my fair share of project managers i mean some have been uh, quite challenging um but some I, I i i like the way that you've you've kind of expressed your empathy towards people who have kind of spent you know quite a lot of their self i mean it's a very sort of personal <laughs> thing i think it's a, it's a bit like cooking you 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 put yourself into that program you 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 make that that thing that that development as as clean as possible well we try to we do, we do we do our best in the, in the sort of time frames you know but i think
2: the the, the biggest cha- the biggest challenge for me is that i'm coming from i, I work with uh, in my role as a project manager mm-hmm. so I, i'm working normally at quite a senior level now because I've probably mm-hmm. jumped up the ladder quite quickly to to where I am, and typically the other project managers or my other peers are at least about, I reckon about at least about ten to fifteen years, probably right. more than that ahead in their career than I am, and they've come from probably mm. junior kind of engineer. Uh, techie type roles, and they've slowly kind of worked their I, ways I, up. I, I did know, to, I did know to a a tech manager, guy that did to actually transition project into,
0: into project management. And needless to say, my, my words to him were less than optimal. Let's, uh, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't encouraged. Oh, <laughs> well, I wasn't <laughs> sure, tell it like it is, Dad. Right, to me, to <laughs> me, there's, 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 you know, I, I, I was obviously placed in a situation where we we were the technical. Um, aids to so back when we were in the service. Now they had these customer success managers, and then they had the the technical account guys. Which and I was a technical account guy to a to a bunch of bunch of people. But unfortunately, I, I always say the wrong thing. You know, I I I'm a kind of this is how it is kind of guy, and you know, and I think that's why I've come to slightly better respect sort of project managers now than I than I ever have is the fact that I can give that. Nonsense to somebody else, and they will know exactly what I need to say in the right way without without pissing people off. Yeah, it's like it's like the UN. You know, you're like a <laughs> it's like a negotiator. For...
1: <laughs> well, but I think that I think off, you
0: should be I think in the UN for sure.
2: <laughs> I mean, I feel that's the role of a project manager is to be to be able to have those. Different conversation. Look, 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 Mr. Project Manager, like, I, I should. I've I spent
0: freaking teach. two weeks doing this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this geriatric twat up there doesn't fucking know what he's doing. <laughs> sort it out. <laughs> that's you know, This is it. You go to the... so, so, what my developers are feeling is the fact that you haven't delivered to your expectations and you're like, fine, yes, that's what I was supposed to say, but I didn't. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and there's the difference between tech and business, you know? Yeah.
2: No, I think I think that I think the project manager has to be I think the project manager has to be adaptable in that way to understand the needs of of different parts of the organization and try and bring that all together. Sure. And it means that you'll take a lot of crap from different fair, of the business. I have learned to limit you'll my crap. No, was the... <laughs> tough. <laughs> but I think but I think it comes it comes differently. So for example, when I'm working with developers or engineers or uh, kind of other kind of people actually doing the real work typically what happens is those people are normally supportive because they understand that you're work you're trying to manage a bigger project and you've got loads of stress and they're more willing to kind of bend over and help you sometimes mm. um no, that's so nice. so you have a bit of empathy coming back from them as well but what typically but what typically happens at at the senior level mm. at, on the on the management or the the board side, they they, they don't they don't care. Basically, they don't, they mm. they don't care. They they just they just set the demands out and they say, "This is what needs to be done." We don't care how it's done; just get the job done. Just
1: bloody do, it, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. do you think that customers still need a lot of learning as a result of overall experience with project management, and that learning is not happening often enough or at all?
2: I think everything comes with experience, and I think the challenges that organisations have is that they, especially oh, when, that. when there's yeah, a I continuous movement of resources, you're, cont- mm. you're continuously bringing in <laughs> new people who have no experience. Who want to make
0: their own much. mark and they have their own methodologies and they have their own ideas and they try and basically fuck up the whole system. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically what it boils down to.
1: Yeah, uh, this is quite interesting because recently um, on another separate thread in, in in a customer we're working with, in that, mm. when we were trying to tell the customer, yes, we work on based on Agile, which is you know this whole Scrum mm. stuff, which is comes from Agile, but not Agile anymore, based on other things. Won't get in there, but their impression is we work Agile, and so we could work lean the way they would like, rather than how we actually are working. So that's that is mm. an interesting learning experience I like the customer to have, and not just think of what their opinion is, but. I think we're kind of on to the next question and doing it in half. So sure, if I can move this question on, Dan, if that's okay, which is we've talked about some pitfalls. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And we've picked on the customer. We've picked on the project Ooh. manager. So I'm going to let Aftab turn it around. So for developers, what do you think or do you see common pitfalls that other people like developers could be causing in terms of reducing the success rate of a project is this something that we should learn or adapt to? I'm going to use that word you used earlier. on, actually adapt. Right <laughs>
2: <there>. <laughs> now this is really putting me on the spot. I've got yeah, two people I'm <laughs> facing Absolutely. up. Absolutely, <laughs> know? just lay it on <laughs> the line. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: it's right. it
1: is. This is how you two <laughs> cock it up. You
0: know, we like to know what our cock ups like. You know, again, yeah. we've we, we've learned our own lessons, and we are where we are. It's as <laughs> <just> simple <laughs> as that. <Dan's> not going <laughs> Really? I don't know I was
2: about that. Say, we're not going to need the bleeper for this. That's only for me, know. I'm afraid. No, 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 no. You, <laughs> <think> <laughs> it's
0: you
1: have to. for my it. purposes. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: <laughs> I ran out of bleepers for Dan. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I, think,
2: I think what happens is that there is, as you go through any typical project, there's always learning that you can do. Mm. And as developers or as engineers, you guys know best how to do your job, right? but some of the learning that you take away from various projects what happens is some of that sometimes that gets lost within certain projects so it's either not recorded it's not documented mm-hmm. it's not shared amongst teams so you'll get the same problems coming up over and over again and typically people won't go back and look at how it's been solved before and you go through the long process to try and resolve it however if there was a bit of a knowledge base somewhere to say these are the problems that we've been through before this is how we mm. resolve it it makes your job easier it saves you a lot of time going through investigating how to get things done and and it it means that overall you save a lot of time getting things done and probably typically the thing the people think the thing that people hate the most is documentation it's, it's a
3: boring and, That's and right. writing it's things abhorrent. down <laughs>
2: right so you i can attest to test that you you're constantly get the project manager hammering you to say, please update the, the issues log, please update the risks log, please update the testing log, this log, that log. And it all has benefit because it just it comes back into learning back into the team afterwards.
0: You know? It's a good point. Definitely. I think, you know, as, as devs, we should build up our own knowledge management of, of what we've learned from projects. I think I think it's a bit easier when you're kind of with a company for a certain duration, and again, sort of tapping into something you've said about changing resources. I mean, as, a, as an independent, we, we tend to change projects and people quite frequently. I mean, we spend potentially two years in somewhere. We, we get to know the system, we get to know the people, and then and then we're pretty much out there They're all, depending on the length of the project. Sometimes it's three months, sometimes it's yeah. six months, you know. So to take something and then bring it to someone else who's completely on their own track, is is quite difficult but what you can learn definitely is you know certainly as a team or as a senior developer is is to try and give that information to your your i didn't say your peers (laughs) well exactly your peers yeah exactly so you know this is what i've learned they've probably learned their own things and i suppose if you bring those to the table at least you can kind of operate in your own little environment which we which we do anyway and that's the honesty all right so we, we still have to kind of undertake the, the rules and regulations of a project but as a as a kind of dev team in my experience personally i've I've managed a couple of dev teams you know not sort of officially but i've been the senior guy on there there's been some underlings and i've kind of you know taught them the ropes as it were it's not official training but it, you know what i mean it's kind of i've been here before i've been there i've done it yeah. you know i've wrote the. Frickin- i think
2: like you touched on i think it comes with various factors so for yeah. example if if it's a matter of trying to build your own learning, that's great because mm. you on the job will typically do that. You'll have some sort of your own uh, one note or some sort of log system where you capture yeah. things
0: and yeah, you can taking that with you with though. You see, because as as again as a, as an independent, anything that you do with that company is potentially their their, their property. property. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. Their yeah. IP. Right. So yeah. it's it's. It, yeah, but it's, it's about it's... how
2: then. How, but it's for example, if you as a person move on, or if you as a, or you that, or even the team moves, and there's a brand new team that comes in, where where do they access to that knowledge? There's and a then phrase for this. To, What's that, buddy? To... Yeah, go on.
1: So, no, I was just going to say, there's a phrase for what Afdab was saying. That's this is you're describing technical debt. Oh lord, on the bike. So that <laughs> is our fault as technical people, developers or engineers, can not just technical. It, because we're not doing the documentation, we're adding to the doc uh, to the technical debt. So yeah. we're creating a, uh, an issue and just exasperating it by not going back. I mean, I think I think that I think yeah.
2: now I think with, as technology has developed, so you've got the the master of all knowledge is Google, right? Wow. And I think I think everyone well, I don't that's think, debatable. I
0: think, <laughs> that is very debatable. <laughs> that has an
2: opinion no, about I mean, Google. <laughs> I mean, in the sense, I mean, in the sense that any person, whenever you get stuck with a problem. Typically, people always at, at some point they will say, "Let me just Google that." I've, I've done it, I, even trying to. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. You yeah. know, but but then where you come to, for example, because you guys, for example, specialize in ServiceNow, mm. it's a very specialized, specific kind of bespoke product. So it has its own knowledge, and some of that may be not available on the internet. It may be only available through ServiceNow knowledge base or things like that. So you've got sometimes access to things like that. But then the third layer of that is that it comes with experience on the job. And until you've actually gone into different depths of how to customise things, how to adapt it in different environments, you're not going to have that experience. And and all of that, that, that layers of knowledge needs to be ac- accumulated somewhere uh, so it can be fed back and people can use it in some ways. Um, so I think that whole cycle of how things happen could could potentially kind of really speed things up, you know?
1: Wise words. Indeed. I like that. Right. I think it's now time for a break. Correct. Yeah. We, we put Afdab on the spot. He needs to break Yeah, me. absolutely. Yeah, he's <laughs> going <needs> to need to sweat it out for a bit. Yeah, exactly. All right. Right, we're back. And continuing on our interview with our dear project manager, Afdab, we left off talking about pitfalls and at the last question it was about what us developers or engineers can do better so continue. So, so on let me there.
2: let me turn the question back on to you guys what what do you guys as developers as people who have been working in projects mm, what I are the this. what are the issues that you guys see that come from project managers that typically you think that project managers can do better. And it's good to have that conversation because... I
1: don't, know, I don't know if it's something that, for me personally, with the project managers I've had or engagement managers and so on, there's different terminology. Mm. And I have come across a few people who think they know project management without actually doing it. You mm. know, uh, and Dan mentioned it, hinted at this earlier on about managing people. Some people just say, "Oh yeah, I've got experience managing people." Mm. They think they can easily transition into project management, but I just think, "Are you disciplined enough for it?" And for me, I do sometimes see that. And I wanted to question you on that. Actually, oh, we're is, throwing it know, back. Yeah, you- no, it's like
0: flipping boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> but,
1: but I will wait. I will wait. <laughs> yeah, I was going to throw it back because I had something in mind to ask. You know, is it something that you can easily transition into project management? But for me, I do find. Personally, the project managers are trying their best to look after us, but sometimes somehow people manage to slip through the net and try to communicate with the engineers and so on uh, directly. And yeah. being a person who's lived and breathed working in a scrum-like environment, our person who's meant to deflect that is the scrum master. So somehow, yes, how can we rationalize that? Because I know not everyone follows scrum, but looking at a project, you know how how, how we can try to tackle that i don't know what you have in mind dan
0: well i think i think I, i'm gonna sort of wind back a little bit and answer the original question okay. about what i expect from project manager and 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 and, yeah. and in, in my experience i think you know i, I as, as i say i mean i i kind of talk the way i talk and 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 that's just me you know i i'm, I'm not gonna glossy things up and 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 try and You know, and I know that's the that's the wrong thing to do as a project manager, and that's why I'm not a project manager. And I think translation to me Mm -hmm. is 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 a big thing. You know, putting putting what I say in in technical terms or in whatever terms analogy that I decide to do, and then taking that back up to whatever level it needs to be communicated at. And I think that's what I expect from a project manager. And obviously, to try and get our experience, certainly within the ServiceNow project. and and product um, to the customer Mm. and say, look, these guys will, will try and consult, sort of move you along, you know, consult, be the consultants. I mean, I don't necessarily consider us as just devs. We don't just sling code. We're, we're, we're there to kind of add a almost our own technical barrier of, of what we think is, is the right choice, you know, from experience, you know? And I think, I think that's anybody, Mm. anything anyone else could do really is, is take their experience of that situation and and try and and, and put it into the, into the right place. You know, and I think as a project manager, it's, 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 it's filling that gap. And as I say, I think in the last few years, very, very short years, trust me, could classify as months. (laughs) I've become to sort of understand what a project manager kind of really boils down to. And, and if that, and, and then here's the challenge, right? If I don't see that project manager, in that kind of niche that i expect that person to be i kind of lose my faith in that person if that makes sense and that makes me less yeah. aligned with their their overall kind of management of the project you know
1: you need to gain your respect huh <laughs> because they're, they're,
0: they're just idiots you know they're just idiots
2: i'm sorry I completely you know? take on, no i completely take on board Completely take on board what you guys have said because i think the i think the 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 project manager's role is pretty much like a spaghetti junction, mm. you know, of the whole project. And everything is going to, should eventually pass through the project manager because it needs to come into the overall picture of how things are happening. Is it part of the plan? Is it part of the requirements? Mm-hmm. Has it been sanctioned, you know? All, all of those, all those kind of nitty gritty bits of detail. See,
0: I think you're in the middle, aren't you? You're the, the, <laughs> the mercy of the customer and the mercy of your resources, right? And I think you know you have to balance the two very, very finely. And I, you know, and I, I,
2: and I think the project manager has to has to be that kind of person mm. that really kind of understands and and you can't treat people like shit. like a, just a resource. You know? <laughs> treat people like shit. You can't. You can't treat people. I think that's where the challenges yeah, I've absolutely. had as a project manager because I've become very passionate mm. about my work. I, and, and equally I don't want to deliver a pile of crap either. You know, yeah, I, like I wanna make sure that whatever I put my name against is worthy of being called. Respectable, a project. right? Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
2: So and, and I face the same challenges that sometimes people want things delivered in 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 unreasonable ways and I have to push back and say, Well, I'm not prepared to do that. You know? I was gonna
1: say unrealistic.
2: Unrealistic. <laughs> You know, I, I've worked in organisations where uh, I'm not going to name them for for, course, for obvious legal reasons. reasons yes, but
3: <laughs> for legal reasons. Yes. Like the NDA. <laughs> but
2: I've worked in organisations where it's been clear from the onset that it's going to take, for example, six months to deliver ah. a piece of work, and they've come and and I've had very very senior people come back to me and say it has to be done in three months, and and I and I've said well and I've still and I've said well. And I've said, yeah. well, that's not practically
0: possible. So, what do you want done? How do you want it done? Nope. See, now here's, <laughs> here's, ultimate... here's, the, here's the language barrier, right? That's not practically possible. That would be like from us, from a dev, it's like, fucking seriously? Let's throw it at the resource item. <laughs>
2: Yeah, in, in not in so many ways. Yeah. But do
1: you get that? Have you have you actually experienced that? Where you say, right, you know, we don't have capacity or whatever. You try to be diplomatic, and I say let's throw a resource. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And 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 do wow. you know what? And and, and and do they still go ahead with that project? Well, the,
2: the only the only the, literally the only way that it can be delivered is you have to you have to compromise on quality.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the
2: only it's the only way to deliver a project in less time than
0: reasonable possible. This reminds me of a a very popular meme (laughs) on on social networking. And it's a guy with a tattoo. He's got his back to the... I can't really describe the picture very well, but essentially it's a guy doing a tattoo on someone else's back. And obviously the the piece of paper in his hand is this elaborate drawing of a a unicorn. And and unfortunately, the interpretation of that person on the actual skin of the recipient is, is of... Lesser <laughs> graphical integrity, shall we say. It's shit. Oh, with the troll pictures. No, it's, it's just like this really badly drawn fucking horse, basically. with <laughs> Like, a, yeah, like right. a really sort of five-year-old could do better on a piece of blotting paper. You know, for example, it's, it's, it's just shy, yeah. and, and, and basically, I think that just sums up what you just said. It's like compromising quality, you know. And it's just, no, it's, why should yeah. a project even be validated, you know,
1: See, as a as a developer, my heart did skip a mm. beat as well when you said compromise quality. But realistically, yes, it has happened. We've seen it. We've experienced it.
2: You you, you end, end up putting like so it. many workarounds in place. You end up putting so many kind of temporary measures in place just to get
0: the you job know, done. You know, but you, you've you've all really... accused me of being old here. But as an old fart, <laughs> I, you know I'm going to step in here and say, you know, if... if, if If this project is going to jeopardize, and this is something you've picked on as well, it's going to jeopardize my reputation, my quality of a product. Then, sorry, I'm I'm not going to take it. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. And I I think as a techie, I've probably Mm. got more kind of weight in that factor, you know. And I I think as a project manager,
2: but 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 equally, Mm. I've had to I've had to still deliver. So the Mm. problem. Have you ever
0: refused a project? Have you ever said, no, I'm refusing to do this? You'd be out of a job if you did. <laughs> <laughs> no?
2: So, so, so I, I've typically, as a, as a freelancer, I typically go into organizations that have very, very high profile, unreasonable, expected kind of timelines <sighs> wow. and projects to deliver. And, and that's typically. You really like burning your stuff, butt, because... don't
0: you? You really do. <laughs> yeah. <Wow>.
2: Let's go <laughs> for the that's hard that, thing possible. That's what I said at the beginning. Either, <laughs> that's what I said at the beginning. Either I'm stupidly still doing this, or there must be some bigger, bigger purpose. Well, as I say, I mean, fair
0: play, man, that's just gone up in the scale even more. It's just like what I said earlier, it's like fair play to you. I mean, good honestly, Lord, I mean wow.
2: uh, and, I, and, and I think and I think this and I think what I've learned over the years is that you have to understand the pitfalls and you have to understand what is mm. reality and mm. then you have to take that with a with a kind of conscious mind and deal with it appropriately so you I, I, in the early days of project management I used to, I, because mm. I'm so passionate about my work I'd go in and get very stressed mm. very quickly because I'd be like well I don't want to deliver mm. bits of crap and and I've been told it has to be done so let's just let's somehow make this happen you know and you go through the challenges and and like I said to you, people on the ground are very, people on the ground are very Yeah. Do you,
0: do you pick your compromises, though? I mean, do you, I mean, strategically, you want it to operate very well. You want to operate it very strategically and, and very, you know, performance wise. But, you know, as a developer, that's yeah. what you expect from, from us, right, is to make that performant and, and reliable, right? So maybe the UI suffers at some end or, or, or whatever project it is, you know, like that.
2: Yeah, and, I think, all of, and I, think, I think the best thing about that sort of scenario is you have to be very open and transparent with everybody about what's sure. being done. So, for example, if you are compromising on the UI, if you are compromising on some of the... You, you have to let people know that this is what you're signing up to. So don't come back in, in three months' time and say, that's a put, mm. because then just tell us now and we won't do it. And I think that's another just...
0: thing I expect from project managers is, is to understand exactly that you know you you are coming to me with this expectation and it's not possible i've told you that however these are the compromises that we will make to meet that criteria and you have to and what we call in in terminology the risk register right and those and and those are known facts that are going to compromise the the to the project and You have to sign
1: off on this. It's not going to be my answer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I
0: think that's another something I've learned in, in recent years is to actually identify those as fast as possible, hmm. and, and and bring them to the table and and you know tell the tell the customer you know this is this is what you're going to be doing. You understand that, right? I want that in writing.
2: Yeah, but the but the things I refuse the the things I've always refused to compromise on is taking people for granted. So if there mm. are people in there mm. doing the work then making sure that they're working on huh. reasonable standards, yeah, really? what? if they, if you need them oh. to work, if you, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, w- within reason. So for example, if you, if you need someone mm. to work over the weekend, give them the option, don't tell them you have to do it. You know, say this mm. needs to be done. Mm. Are you available? First of all, and if yes. you are, make sure that person's mm. covered with pay, make sure no, that fair person play. is covered yeah, in other play. ways because, because, because that person's gonna be the one killing their back, you know, to do the work. I don't and I don't I don't think I don't know I can't speak for all project managers. I can't oh, say if everyone does Unfortunately not, yeah. But I've always I think I've always
1: No, you can't know. No, <laughs> no can I can tell you categorically. Well yeah. <laughs> what's quite interesting about this, so we talk about compromise and you know trying to deliver a project. So you know, in in the scope of ServiceNow, service ServiceNow customers can have Different consultants, different organizations looking after the ServiceNow product or mm. continue to implement on it. So, when it comes to the shifting across, now, how, how, I don't know if you've ever come across that situation where you had to do that. You know, you're going to pass this mm. product over to the customer, and this is what they need to be aware of these workarounds or whatever. Or do you think potentially this is another gap that we have in the products or knowledge? adding to the technical debt. What, what do you think of that, after? As
2: as in why why these things happen, you mean? And... You know,
1: not why these things happen. We say we've we've handled the whys is going to happen. Yeah. But now you've mm. handed the product to the customer. How how would that handover look? Because if they do bring in another person to do another project afterwards, they're gonna ask what is documented. Yeah, this whole called? sort of greenfield
0: so... project and then you have got what we classify as business as usual or the, the acronym bau yes. isn't it it's it's the transition potentially yeah. and and not only you know they're, they're two projects products they can be supplied by different parties and and that's generally the case i think that's what we've definitely experienced you know yeah i mean i mean yeah. that
2: should generally be part of any any kind of um trans- transition process into into the kind of operational teams so there should be a there should there, there should be a formal transition process but equally it then also depends on the quality of the project well, that's been yeah. delivered. Uh, I've been made aware of pro- I've been made aware of projects that have had at the last mm. minute they've had their budget cut. Mm. So basically, what they've said is, whoever has been delivered is the project. Everybody's stopped working. We've got no more budget to spend on this. Wow, and that's it. And and that and typically all your handover activities are at the end of a project. You would never do those early on. But how how, how do you define
0: you, that as a project? It's not a finished. Yes, it's it's exactly. not finished. It's not even dare I say worthy of the fricking title it's given. Dare I say? I mean, you know,
2: and, and I think that's why I kind of touched on. It. I said, "What? Why do the? Why do these issues typically happen in organisations? I I mm. find they happen typically in organisations mm. that are very mm. large, very corporate, and very siloed in the way they work. So, for example, you have certain parts mm-hmm. of the business that have their own objectives. Those. They have their own relationships with their customers, and they just want to. They, they don't. They don't. Almost, they don't even care about how the rest of the business is functioning. They just want to get their piece. Of, they don't want to get their bits done.
0: Unfortunately, you're right. <laughs> I, 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 I know exactly yes. what you mean, and it's always the people bringing in the big bucks, wherever it is in the company. They tend to get the you know whatever they pretty much want, and everyone else is just sort of not sort of overlooked because there are again there are very very good people that manage that, that manage their projects Deep very very well and I, I have to give them respect for that but as you yeah. say in certain corporate environments it's very siloed to to sort of department and the sort mm. of services that you provide for the business and, and 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 you
2: know yeah and unfortunately people's bonuses are based on it people's people's pay packets are based on
1: we should move on. We've been looking at pitfalls and stuff, and I think we've got a lot of time spent on that. So let's move this on to a next set of questions. So if there mm. are people out there interested in becoming a project manager, what sort of tips or career advice could you give yeah. someone who wants to push towards that? So they could be a student or they could be is, person is it in it a person a good, different a good choice? Is it a good path? Is it is it exciting sometimes?
0: Is it have you know exactly, yeah. Yeah, just go for it. Yeah.
2: So, so, so I think that I think as a project manager, I think it's such a to try and class it as a specific role mm. uh, is too open ended, and you have to first of all understand mm. what you want to be a project manager of. I mean, mm. I came up, I came up through a slightly different mm. route. I, I had a bit of a technical role, but I probably fast track into fast tracked into project management
3: mm-hmm. a lot
2: quicker than typically people do. Um, mm. But I think. I think typically if you want to work in an organization or you want to work as a project manager, you should you should first of all understand mm-hmm. which industry or which kind of which type of what which type of area you want to be a project manager in. So is it for example more mm-hmm. more in a technical kind of IT based role? Is it more in a kind of an infrastructure kind of networking IT based role? Is it in banking? Is it in wow, yeah, that's environmental, a good point, yeah. you know, is it in, in is it in the public services? And, and actually what you should start by doing before be even becoming a project manager is you should go into a, a more specialized role and understand mm-hmm. how people work within those environments and maybe go into more kind of an operations or a, or a, or a business analyst or a
3: mm-hmm.
2: kind of a, that, that type of role, which is actually more involved mm-hmm. in the workings of how those teams work. Mm-hmm. And until you've had that experience, I think you're you're almost going to fail at becoming a project manager mm. because you're not going to know how teams operate.
1: So you have the, to be very, certain you want to be a project manager. It's something you really have to be set on and try to make. I think it everything
2: comes from it. experience. You know, right. you can't be an IT project manager. You get to understand personalities, understand how...
1: basically, is what it boils down to. Well, unless
2: it? you understand how the IT function works. You know, how do teams work? How do how do they interact? What is the mm. what is the function of each of the teams? Um, it's it's very easy just to put on a project management hat and and say I've come in and I can just manage a project and sometimes you will have those scenarios where you just come in and say actually my job is just to manage people
1: snobs but, <laughs> but
2: but Snobbs. you can but you can actually come in and do a much better job if you understand what they're trying to deliver mm.
1: uh, that's so, very good advice. and
2: and early uh, very early in my career someone said to me that you can either be there are different types of project managers. There's one that might typically come up from a techie role and understands the technical side of the business. Or there might be someone that comes more from the business side and understands purely the business management and the business side the of, of the process. But actually what you, where you want to be is somewhere in the middle and you can kind of sit across both sides and have a, a good mm. understanding of both sides of how things operate and be that kind of conduit in the middle to say well I understand what mm. you guys want I understand and you're a bit of a negotiator you know right to say okay how do, guys how do we bring this all together and how do we make this work so I understand what you guys want I understand what you guys want and and then what are the skills to try and have have that role in place you're,
1: you're yeah. a democrat you mentioned <laughs> yeah, yeah being be a democrat. <laughs> you mean a diplomat a diplomat yeah that's so. one. a diplomat yeah so this is quite interesting so when you mentioned about skills and 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 being able to work with different people. And Dan just used the word diplomat as well, what he was saying there. So there's got to be other personal characteristics that a person needs to improve on to become a project manager. So I think we've hinted at some, uh, being able to work in a team, you know, working with people, understanding them. Dan mentioned this earlier on. And being... Yeah, 100%. I
2: I mean, the types of skills you definitely need. You need to be a team player as well as a team leader. Right. And, yes. and in fact, typical team leaders come from people who are good team it's players. It's the alignment though, you know? isn't it? Do you align to the business or the,
0: or the team? You know? <laughs> is the team the business? Who's paying? It has to be to the team, right? Absolutely. Well, right. well, I
2: think they should be one and the same. You know, if, if, actually, mm. no, you're right. if actually you're, you're working right. in the right t- type of organization, it should, everyone should be working towards one goal. And if they're not, that's when you have challenges. You know? Yeah,
0: and I think, I think that develops as well over time in, in the project as yes well. you know it might stay out, start off as one thing and then kind of graduate yeah. into other things depending on as you sort of mentioned the sort of mitigating factors that may affect the effectiveness if for one of the word of, of that of that project you know budget resources whatever yeah yeah
3: yeah
2: but there are other typical, other typical skills you need you need to have very good presentation skills Need to have very good public speaking skills because you have to be able to present, you have to be able to speak in front of people, you have to have confidence. You know, you can't see this
0: is it, you're you're a glorified salesperson as well, <laughs> you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me sell you this
3: car.
2: Isn't that, don't you tell the people what colour they want? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, there's a, there's a very good um, uh, social media video uh, of of a project manager and a and a sort of implementer tech guy that goes along. It's like so the the customer wants this um, green line drawn in transparent ink or, or or something along those lines, you know. And and the oh, uh, the, yeah, the, the expert, yeah, the expert, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and the expert says, "Oh, that's not possible." Uh, and the project manager says, "Well." you know, I think you're, you're, you're curtailing the project. I think you're, you and know, that's not jump to off. <laughs> exactly. All
1: right, I will so have, have to a find a link thing, to though. that video and chuck it into the show notes.
0: <laughs> no, for sure. That's it. Um, it's, it's very true. It's very true. You know, you've got this sort of, well, I mean, I, I mean, that's the extreme end sort of comedic interpretation of, of how we originally perceived kind of project management. And I think over the last sort of, hour or so that we've been here that you know I, I you know as I say my sort of education of project management has gotten a little better I, I understand what goes on in their head and I try to give give them the sort of least line of resistance and I I've kind of established that reputation that I get the same mm-hmm. you know and I expect the same
3: this is
2: this is 100% it I think it, it comes down to that that in that core skin it's trust it's about relationship it really? yeah it's with trust
0: people. I trust you to take my ideas away from me and deliver them to something else. And then the customer trusts you to deliver their ideas to, to someone like yeah. us. It's and, and it's whatever
2: information you pass them that they should use it fairly and yeah, not to, and, and not to their own advantage to, to disadvantage you. Well, yeah, them, that you know?
3: is, yeah, exactly. I think I've got yeah. a
1: question for Dan as a result of this. Line no of good comments. Love, Because clearly, they as you make. said, you had a very harsh opinion of project managers. It's improved mm. over time. Sure. so do you think now that a lot of the viewpoints we have of project managers are not actually down to them but because of the situation that they could I, be put I into think... like i'm fairly I, I think i think
0: just i think i think it's like us really i mean mm. you know that they're you know they're not only the bearers of bad news they're the bearers of good news as well yeah. you know and i think I think I come.
1: I've come to I put understand. The Sorry, mate. But <laughs> yeah, <it's all> right. <laughs> it was an interesting line of, of, of thought because I mm. used to be the same. You know, always blaming the project manager when something goes wrong. But it turns I, out that the uh, stakeholder was the one who was wringing their arm. They go, "All right, fine. We have to do of something." Course, but of course, of course. You know, there's always
0: there's always the person with the rope, right? There's always the person with the rope. Yes. And, you know, and I, as I say, I mean, there there have been good and bad project managers mm. in my. In my career, I mean, I, I, I could have advised some people on what I felt were bad choices mm-hmm. retrospectively. You know, I mean, that, that's that's always the best place to be is retrospective, yeah. right? To, yeah. a pro, to a project. It's okay, like, we shall leave this open ended. I, but but, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I think,
2: but I think equally it comes down to is that person willing to listen and is that person well, willing exactly, to take on exactly. board what you have to say? And I think that's where and that I, again it's, it's a translation. It's point. like
0: try try to understand what I am telling you. And and not only interpret that to the business, but understand it yourself and mm. how that impacts your choices in what you're going to do. Yeah, You know, and I think it's, it's paramount. It's absolutely paramount.
1: Well, I'm looking at the time. We're almost Let's taking it, so much friend. of your time of stuff. So I would like to do a bit of a wrap up. But before we do, Dan. This is meant to be a technical podcast, so we should start uh-huh. asking some nerdy stuff to F right? Oh, let's do that. <laughs> right. right so, on the spot
0: now. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the Poupé, spot. Who played Colonel O'Dama in the latest Star <laughs> <to South> Galactica?
1: <laughs> right. Let's start off with the easy ones, right? Um, productivity tools. For people who want to be productive, what kind of tool do you use that other people, such as ourselves, could even take advantage of and benefit from?
2: ooh productivity tools i think there's good ones and there's bad ones i think
1: uh, i just want the good ones <laughs> your yeah your cho- your
0: choice your complete
1: choice. choice no choice.
0: absolutely yeah uh,
2: i think i'm still on the hunt for the best ones to <laughs> i haven't come across
0: <laughs> oh, any what's better. the current favorite to be to be
2: honest i think um even even when it comes to project planning i i typically like to use um so even in terms of how you communicate with people Kind of emailing, instant messaging, things like that. I think you need to. I think you need to. You need to. You need to you see what works best in environments. Typically, through this whole kind of COVID situation, we had to oh, li- wow. rely a lot more on instant messaging, um, uh-huh. where we would have people sitting in a, in like a Scrum type environment, sitting in a room, sitting in a kind of war room, in an office. We've had to do mm. all of that through, kind of Teams calls at the moment, and that's been very sure. challenging. But but it still it works better than sometimes uh, trying to do things across email or trying to do things on the phone. You know, even the advantage of Teams is that you can still see people in uh, people's faces, and you can and you can have people jumping on and off calls. You know, so I think mm. there's, there's definitely benefit to stuff like that. I think those are still really I think, good I think, tools.
0: Yeah, I've I've adopted the sort of more instant messenger as I've gotten older. I, I had a very good sort of. I wouldn't say he was a mentor, but he was a very intelligent guy, and he was a very talented developer, and he had some good qualities. And you know, I like to think I've adopted some of those as well. And um, you know, he he was a bit like you in, in in that fact. You know,
1: tried to experiment and find the right tool for Yeah, exactly. Okay, it, I think
2: it, I think it works different with different people, and I think you need to understand people as well. I I found right. that sometimes. So people, what happens is they'll drop an email to you and that's it. And they'll sit on it for like two days and then they'll get annoyed <laughs> why you didn't respond to the email. What they, but seconds. what they don't realize
0: is <laughs> that actually your
2: email box is full of hundreds of
0: emails. I've come to the conclusion that email for me just doesn't work anymore. I, I need IM, you know.
1: Well, yeah. A lot of people do say email is a bit of a black hole for things, so you should try to consolidate your comms in a certain way, so that suggestion of teams, because that's what you've been. And, and the more and
0: projects I go on, and this is something again we've experienced, is that mm. you know people even the even the customer says to us as as developers or consultants is that I'm getting too many email from your system. Can you yeah. tone it down a bit? I mean, obviously, you know there are ways to to filter that. Well, but, it doesn't um,
1: work when I ask for more customizations that results in well, more emails. let's not go down this wormhole. Okay? <laughs> Otherwise, we're going
0: to be here for another well, that's hour. That's my only you know? <laughs> comment on this matter. Hey, let's, let's right. do part two of this, guys. Let's let's,
1: <laughs> let's set
0: this up and go down this wormhole. Let's,
1: yeah. Let's, I, I, yeah, I won't yeah. go too far down. I just wanted that.
0: <laughs>
2: I think just to quickly touch on that, I think we need to move away from the traditional things like emails. And mm, we need yeah, to fuck email, use emails.
1: Use more collaborative
2: tools like Teams, like Zoom calls. You need to take advantage of things like SharePoint because you can set up very smart ways of putting forms and and kind of things on SharePoint that just make it very easy for people to access stuff.
0: let, let me ask you mm. this, after I'll, I'll, you're a Windows user, right? So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dan, things, things
1: don't do <laughs> <The> generally... <winners laughs> is, is, is this,
0: this
2: going to become a service now sales mm. call? No, 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 no. This is this, <laughs> is
0: this is this is the stuff happens better in Windows world than it does in others. Like, let's let's leave it at that. And
1: oh, okay. <laughs> oh, is it because the Teams, Dan? Oh.
0: <laughs> so, no, hey, no, I tried Teams
1: just... on Windows, and I still hate it So I've never caught on well with teams. I prefer Slack. Yeah,
0: like Slack. Like Slack. <laughs> Slack to me was always
2: the thing. I mean, I mean, ultimately, I think I think Windows is a commonly used platform, so it's very I, easy
0: I, I, oh, yeah, absolutely. To... Every place I go, uh, where, whether Windows. whether
2: you like it or not, I think because everyone's so used to it and it's like the norm, it's very easy to try and use it to collaborate with people. That's part well, the three. The issue is.
0: Let's have a Windows, <laughs> it's a Windows,
1: OS X, Linux fight out. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Since we talk about OS, right? So that means, okay, your mobile device. What mobile device you have? Is it an Android or is it an i an iPhone? Mine,
2: mine is an iOS. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Oh, <laughs> I hate both you guys now. <laughs> I, I, I am the Android user, but, but, but you see, this is this is the this is the diversity
0: here. So we have Avtab <laughs> with a Windows machine using an iOS device, right? We have Shahid using a yes. <laughs> iOS device oh, with man. a with an Android mobile, and me, <laughs> I have a Mac <laughs> and an iOS, and they work beautifully <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes you'll take advantage of handoff which something along that convention already existed before i don't care <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't care i mean I've I've just... Just... <laughs> and i just but i still i can't i can't say enough that sometimes people need to drop the tools and pick up the bloody phone and talk to people it goes a long way just to have a conversation yeah, with Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I, I, could, yes. I completely agree. It's like, look, let's just jump on a call, initiate three, four people, bang it out, job done. Exactly. I completely yeah. agree because that sort of whole IM sort of disproportionately sort of gets in your head and you're like, what are you actually trying to ask me here? And it's like, just <laughs> just join a call. That's it. Call you up. There you go. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, talk. You, let's What do call. you want? Exactly. What do you want? You know, it's like, tell me what you want. And there you
1: go, and that works well Absolutely. for us. While we uh, developers like to hide behind emails, sometimes we do feel as though yes, sometimes <laughs> a call is <laughs> what's needed. Just talk to someone; it's all clear. But <laughs> I
2: think also, I think in terms of tools, people should get away from the the whole kind of ethos of trying to overkill on standardisation. So yeah. think about what works best for the actual task at hand. Mm. If if it's a if it's a quick email, then put it in email. If it right. needs to be a proper. Diagram or a spreadsheet or something. Use that, but don't use a one 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 size fits for all type method, because it's it's always going to be overkill, you know. Mm-hmm. So look at the task at hand, and and sometimes have a few cutaway plans or a bit of a cutaway document. That just gets the job exactly. done, you know. Governance overkill. I hate oh. it. And I'll <laughs> don't, <I'll... laughs> don't, don't
0: don't don't.
1: I can don't, hear don't, the passion in don't, his don't, voice. Don't, don't, yes. don't. <laughs> right, let's continue with the techy stuff. You want? Do you have a last tech question for Afdab, Dan? No. <laughs> no, no nah. more. You don't want to go any more tech. Right, I go got on. one last question for you, Afdab. So, uh, I think Dan's going to love Safari. Anyway. Ah. <laughs> so, your favorite web browser, your web browser of choice. You've got the choice of like Microsoft Edge, you've got Firefox, Windows. Grow, user. And Look, all
0: these I, I think Afdab's in the corporate zone, isn't he? He's...
1: <laughs> Just because he uses Windows. <laughs> no, no, no. You're edge. bound by the rules, <laughs> aren't you? You're bound by the rules. Now <laughs> no. you are.
0: You are. It's
2: not Go an on. Apple like you. Um, I I do like Chrome because of the simplicity of how it works uh-huh. and the efficiency of how uh-huh. it works. Uh, and I'm also a fan of Firefox.
3: Woo-hoo! Um, controversial.
2: <laughs> and uh, and and when you're forced to, then you have to use things that, uh, like Edge and yeah. and I uh, Internet Explorer Fantastic. and stuff. I still. I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of Edge. I think it's just trying to. It's trying to build a cut down version of something that isn't really going to work because you have too many blockers in the way of it.
3: <coughs>
2: <laughs> so when you try and use Edge, it's trying to, it's trying to <laughs> do stuff, and it's just getting blocked by everything. You always go end up going back to Internet Explorer anyway. You know? so, I thought. I thought so they so
0: kind, kind of, edge. kind of, kind of try to rebrand themselves and walk away from that heinous crime of a <laughs> situation. Dare I say? <laughs>
1: It's a very diplomatic answer, though, <laughs> right? I can't leave it. <laughs> it's a Very diplomatic answer. So, should I say your number one choice? While you have other browsers, you do like Chrome is your first choice.
2: Yeah. Chrome is is uh, I like I like I like Google's Good. way their ethos of mm. how they work. They try and make things simple. Mm. The email system, it's simple. You know, their browser is okay, simple. There's a there's
0: a, there's a program so, you right, need to I'm watch. It's on you. social media, streaming services. <laughs> it's, it's something about that situation. I'm not going to name it unless they pay me 10 grand. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm sure if you know what I'm talking All about, right. you've seen it. There you go
1: right okay so as dan said we should start wrapping this up absolutely thank you so much for your time is really much appreciated we'd love to have you back on the dynamics
0: been fantastic yeah let's do part two let's do part two yeah
1: we'll do a part two so with that yeah, dan sure. would you like to do the sign-off for this show
0: absolutely guys it's been great talking to a project manager we've seen things from different perspectives i i hope i certainly have um i i now think that there's some modicum of empathy in in the guys that try to do the best for the for the team as such um i just hope that everyone can learn from experiences of everyone else and and try and take that forwards there you go all
2: right cheers all thank you
0: thank
3: you
2: thanks